Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. subscribed and written a review yet, please do. We get closer to our goal every week. Your reviews continue to amaze us and we learn from your feedback as well. So thank you for taking the time to share. This episode is brought to you by The Earthy Smell in a Greenhouse. Tonight, by listener request, We'll read the opening to 1794's The Mysteries of Udolpho by English author Anne Radcliffe. Radcliffe was a pioneer of Gothic fiction and the most popular author of her day. Later, the author Dostoevsky would write that he had been influenced by Radcliffe as a child. I used to spend the long winter hours before bed listening, agape with ecstasy and terror, as my parents read aloud to me from the novels of Anne Radcliffe. Then I would rave deliriously about them in my sleep. The Mysteries of Udolpho tells of Emily Saint-Aubert, who suffers, among other misadventures, the death of her mother and father, supernatural terrors in a gloomy castle, and the machinations of an Italian brigand. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. 
relaxes your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Fate sits on these dark battlements and frowns, and as the portals open to receive me, her voice, in sullen echoes through the courts, tells of a nameless deed. Volume 1, Chapter 1 Home is the resort of love, of joy, of peace and plenty, where Supporting and supported, polished friends and dear relations mingle into bliss. Thompson On the pleasant banks of the Garonne, in the province of Gascony, stood, in the year 1584, the chateau of Monsieur Saint-Aubert. From its windows, were seen the pastoral landscapes of Guienne and Gascony, stretching along the river, gay with luxuriant woods and vine, and plantations of olives. To the south, the view was bounded by the majestic Pyrenees, whose summits, veiled in clouds, or exhibiting awful forms, seen and lost again, as the partial vapors rolled along, were sometimes barren and gleamed through the blue tinge of air, and sometimes frowned with forests of gloomy pine that swept downward to their base. These tremendous precipices were contrasted by the soft green of the pastures and woods that hung upon their skirts, among whose flocks and herds and simple cottages, the eye, having scaled the cliffs above, delighted to repose. To the north and to the east, the plains of Guienne and Languedoc were lost in the midst of the distance. On the west, Gascony was bounded by the waters of Biscay. Monsieur Saint-Aubert loved to wander with his wife and daughter on the margin of the Garonne and to listen to the music that floated on its waves. He had known life in other forms than those of pastoral simplicity, having mingled in the gay and in the busy scenes of the world. But the flattering portrait of mankind, which his heart had delineated in early youth, his experience had too sorrowfully corrected. Yet, amidst the changing visions of life, his principles remain.